Hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports, episode number 35. And yes, it's finally here, the week of the Super Bowl, with the New England Patriots going up against the Los Angeles Rams. Wow, I think that's the first time I ever got the Los Angeles part right. Just got so used to calling the, the St. Louis Rams. Um, busy weekend this uh, coming weekend, though. Today's Thursday, we're recording. Um, Saturday, I'll be live tweeting the bare knuckle boxing for USA versus Mexico. They're down uh, in Cancun. Uh, gonna run through uh, the fight card there. Um, but if you want to interact with me during that and follow me on Twitter, uh, you can follow my personal Twitter at Jimbo ST Sports, and you can also follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. And that's, that's where I'll be uh, live-tweeting for the bare-knuckle boxing. I know UFC has their um, fight night Saturday night as well, but, you know, to be honest, I'm kind of uh, losing interest in UFC anymore with uh, all the drama going on, you know, between John Jones and his pictograms of steroids and uh, Habib and, and Connor getting their suspension, which we'll be talking about a little bit. Um... And it just seems like bare knuckle boxing is a little bit more exciting. Um, I mean, they do have some UFC fighters there. Uh, I think this actually this fight card has three of them off the top of my head I, that I know of um, uh, fighting this weekend. Actually, four. I just remember about a uh, um, Beck Rollins uh, fighting. She defending her belt. That's that's my girlfriend. She, I, I love her. Um, but to get right into it, um, you know, since I s said about, uh, the UFC this past week, uh, the suspensions were handed down to, um, Conor McGregor and I always get his name messed up. Hubby Nurmagomedov. I, I'm sorry. I butchered it. I'm not going to try to correct myself cause I'll just butcher it again. But, uh, in short, um, Conor McGregor got a, I believe it was six, yeah, six month um, suspension and a uh, $25,000 fine. And Habib ended up getting a nine month suspension with uh, a $500,000 fine. But the nine months could be reduced down to a six-month suspension if he feels like doing a uh, a non-bullying PSA video. So to kind of recap of how we got here, um, back at UFC 229 in October, uh, Habib was the winner against Conor. Oops, excuse me against Conor McGregor and Conor tapped out and as soon as he tapped out uh, Habib ran across the, the ring to the other side 
was yelling and screaming at who turned out to be Dylan Dodonis, who fights for Bellator and doesn't even fight for USC. Um, one of Connor's uh, quartermen, basically. Um, Habib jumped the fence, the cage, jumped into the crowd, and started fighting with uh, Dodonis. While that was going on, Habib's cousin and uh, I, I, uh, teammate, that's right, um, jumped into the cage and took a couple of shots at Conor McGregor. That went on for five, ten minutes. The, the cops got involved, separated everybody. No injuries, no um, arrests. Um, and that was all started because of a New York incident with the well-publicized Conor McGregor throwing the dolly at the bus, nearly wiping out a whole fight card with uh, busting the windows of the bus and stuff like that. Um, so that's the backstory of this whole suspension and everything. So on Tuesday, these suspensions and fines came out. Uh, from the Nevada State Athletic Commission and after the commission um, gave out the the punishments Habib's uh, manager came out and said that Habib is done fighting with Vegas or done fighting in Vegas because of all the politics that go on there which kind of has a point um you know, look at the whole John Jones thing, which even the same day, uh, during the the, uh, the punishment's going to hand out, John Jones had his um, trial, if you want to call it that, about the incident from last month where he tested positive for a picogram of a steroid. And what came about that on Tuesday was... Nevada said that he will basically be exempt as long as those levels stay the same and do not increase. Now, again, you know, to kind of back up Habib here, eventually the, the steroids got to leave your body. So he's going to be keep putting these steroids in there to just get that little bit. But that's one reason why I'm even being done with UFC now where I disagree with Habib is him saying and his manager saying um, why did Conor McGregor only get a uh, what did I say it was uh, a $25,000 um, let me see here so Habib got the $500,000 uh, McGregor got $50,000 I'm sorry Six months and a fifty thousand dollar fine. He is eligible to fight April sixth. Well, for one, you're the one that jumped into the crowd, and I, I made the comment on Twitter about this when the news broke about these suspensions and the fines. You're the one that jumped into the crowd. You know you're not allowed to jump into the crowd. That's why they have all the uh, athletic commission people standing to not let people into the cage. 
You're the one that started the ruckus. Yes, there was a lot of bad talk. A lot of bad things were said between both teams. You know, about religions, about families, and all that stuff. But you're the one that jumped into a crowd after somebody who's not even with the company. So for you to say that you're done with Vegas because also they handed down punishments to his uh, cousin and his teammate who his teammate was is signed with the UFC his cousin is fighting for uh, a different promotion uh, it's, it's not one but I, f I forget what the other promotion was a smaller promotion but they both got a year suspension um, the cousin and the, the teammate and a $25,000 fine and Habib said he's not gonna fight until those suspensions are fulfilled okay that's honorable you want to back your teammates he also said he's gonna pay for their fines as well as his fines and um, the managers and uh, the quartermen were also levied punishments for both teams but for you to like I'm sorry this is kind of acting like a baby well I'm not going there anywhere again yeah I don't get my way there. I only want to fight in New York. Well, yeah, because New York won't hand the same punishments down that, that Nevada does. They may be a little lean, leaner. And uh, the other thing also that came out of this um, this trial or this uh, this conference was one of the main reasons McGregor got fined was for all the talk, trash talk, leading up to this fight. Which I did state, I believe the week or two after uh, the fight, that this came, you know, came out about the suspensions, the purses being held, that I blamed UFC and the commission for letting this get to where it got because of all the stuff that was been said. Um, Connor taking shots at Habib's father and the religion, his religion, and stuff like that. So the Nevada Athletic Commission came out and said that they will start fining and suspending fighters for disrespectful talk. Now, sorry, I'm still trying to get over a cold. Here's, here's my problem with that, and I agree with it to a point. If you want to keep things like this from happening again with these melees, there has to be some type of, I don't want to say uh, groundwork or, or a line. Because let's be honest, these are pay-per-view um, fights. And you're not going to just sell it by saying, you know, I could beat him on the ground. Or I got better jiu-jitsu than him. There's got to be a little trash talking, but keep the trash talk to yourselves. Like, don't bring family into it. You know, th there should be limits. Don't bring religion into it. You want to say, hey, you know, you look like a, a pug or, you know, your ears look like uh, Spock from Star Trek. Then go ahead. You know, as long as you keep it to each other. That's what makes some of these fights entertaining 
you know, Donald Cerrone, uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone, um, just fought last week, and I believe it was, and you know, won with his typical head kicks, and he called Connor out. And you know what? I hope the fight happens because that is one pre-fight phone conferences, press conferences. I will tune into every time because they are both the biggest, biggest um, trash talkers out there. And even Cerrone said it. You know, Connor. You know, you got him credit. He, he's very good at selling fights. Even look at the Mayweather fights or the uh, the Mayweather fight. He sold that pretty well, as well did Mayweather. You know, they both did a good job with that. But to start fighting these fighters for uh, for trash talking, that's that's wrong. That's getting involved too much. Now, sorry for getting off the little rant there, but that has been bothering me the past couple days. But as far as the punishments overall. I'm okay with it. Uh, I, I think I think it's actually fair. You know, we a lot of the fans actually thought both Connor and Habib was gonna get uh, suspended for one full year, and I didn't think Connor should have got the equal amount because again he was still in the ring and he got jumped. The teammate and the cousin, which at the time I thought actually they were both for USC. If I was Dana White, I would have released both of them because they're not big names. They're not gonna get you your, you know, five billion pay-per-views or whatever the big number is. So for the outcome that happened with these suspensions and fines, I'm actually okay with it. It just I lost a little respect for Habib to act that way. Now, just like the old saying, money talks. So, does Dana White come up to him and say, hey, if you come to Vegas, I'll give you $10 million for the fight? He's stupid if, if he doesn't take it. You know, no one's going to blame you for turning that, that type of thing down. But so that's that's the MMA talk there. Um, wasn't too excited for the UFC fight night this weekend. But like I said, other than UFC fight night, we have the Bare Knuckle Boxing Four, uh, February second, Saturday night at nine. They have prelims on Facebook Live, which I'm gonna see if I could get those on my uh, fire stick or if I have to actually watch it on TV I'm not very uh, very good with the Facebook live stuff so if you want to tune in to watch this um, I usually go on the, the fight TV app or fight.tv I think it is um, $30 $29.99 it's actually you know, well worth it so, the fight card that we have is uh, Leonard Garcia versus Julian Lane. It's the it's a 165-pound bout. Beck Rollins versus Cecilia Flores for the Police Gazette World Diamond Belt. Beck Rollins is the champion right now. 
That's a 125-pound bout. Then the one fight that I'm really looking forward to is Tony Lopez versus Jose Joey Beltran. It's a 175-pound bout. This one was on the BKB uh, first event back in July, I think it was. It was summertime. And let me tell you, it was a bloody match, but they did not back down from each other. This kind of reminded me of, for the, the people that... You know, followed UFC or follow UFC. Um, kind of remind me of the Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner fight back in the day. I mean, they were tired, but man, they were still throwing left and right. They were connecting. That night, uh, Beltron won, but and, and the respect they had for each other, like again, like how I just talked about the trash talk leading up to the fight. They were taking shots left and right at each other, but after the fight, taking pictures with each other, shaking hands, there was, you know, you you see pictures like that and they're like, okay, they're only doing this to, you know, make it look good or whatnot, but there was videos that that came out of them standing back there talking. Um, Both are former UFC fighters, so they were talking about the old UFC days and, um, even about where, you know where bare knuckle boxing may go in the future. I mean, they're they're older guys. They're not going to be around um, to see this get to ESPN or on FS1. Uh, FS1, but they definitely helped lay the the groundwork for a pay per view. Um, what what another UFC fighter that you'll you'll probably never see in the UFC again because he's he's older is on this card as well is Chris Lytle against JC Lamas now this on their website uh, bareknuckle.tv they have this listed as a 265 pound bout I think that's a typo because I think Chris Lytle when he played when he fought with the UFC he fought like like 155 170 so that might be a a typo. Um, then also we have my other guy, Sam Shoemaker, the country boy, fighting to be announced. Um, I'm assuming probably someone must have got hurt because with this bout being three days out, you know, you would think he would have his uh, his opponent lined up. Now Sam Shoemaker went for the 185 pound bout uh, last pay per view. He lost by split decision. Very good fight, um, and he has he has a lot of power. He's, he could be a very exciting fighter. Um, hopefully, for my sake, he wins because, like I said, he's he's definitely one of them I, I root for. Then uh, we also have Joe Diesel Riggs versus Rudo Tovar, another 185 pound bout. Joe Riggs used to fight in UFC. I would say, I'd say about five ten years ago he was fighting. Then we also have uh, Tom Shoaif versus Diego Garjo. I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna say that at 165. Um, these two guys are are newer. That I really don't recognize their their names. So it's again, it's nice to see that they're getting some other names in here too. I mean, it's not you know this is the fourth pay per view. 
The first pay-per-view is pretty much all UFC fighters or Bellator, some former boxing uh, fighters. You know, it's, it's good to see some, some new fighters in there. Um, we also have Eric Leander versus Alejandro Zolorzano. Wow, try to say that name five times fast. Uh, also, Travis Thompson versus Ivan Roca at a 135-pound bout. That's the, the smallest one other than the ladies' fight. Um, as far as picking fights, let me go back up to the top here. So, I've seen Leonard Garcia fight in UFC, and he loves to stand and bang, so that's one reason why I'm excited to see him here. Um, just because you don't have to worry about any takedowns and stuff like that. But he has been knocked out a lot. So, for this fight, Julian Lane versus Leonard Garcia, I'm going to go with Lane. Um... I'm pretty sure the main event's going to be Beck Rollins versus Cecilia Flores. I got to go with my girl. You know, to beat the, to be the, the person, you have to beat the person. So, Beck Rollins, um, I'm going to say by decision. Then we have Tony Lopez versus Jose Joey Peltron. I'm going to say Tony Lopez is going to get the win here and get, uh, get the, uh, Possibly a third fight between them. Which, again, like I said, if, if this, the second fight turns out to be anything like the first fight, just this fight alone will be worth the, the $30 for the pay-per-view. Then we have uh, Chris Lytle versus JC Lamas. Uh, Chris Lytle had his first bare-knuckle boxing uh, fight last pay-per-view and just destroyed the guy. Knocked him out. Bell rung. Threw about five, ten punches, and the guy was knocked out. Um, so we're going with Chris Lytle. Then uh, Sam Shoemaker versus a opponent to be announced. I don't care who they put up against him. I'm going to go with Sam Shoemaker. I'd like to see him get a rematch against the champion. Uh, then we also have Joe Riggs versus Rudo Tovar. Riggs is older again, just like kind of like Leonard Garcia. So I'm gonna go with uh, Rudo Tovar. And um, again, I'm gonna be live tweeting uh, that event there. You could, uh, like I said, you head over to the the show's page on Twitter at ST Sports Podcast. That's where I'll be live tweeting it. And then, there's something else going on this weekend. What is there going on this weekend? Oh, that's right. It's the Super Bowl. Yes, my lovely Eagles are not in it to defend it. But I will still be watching it, hoping the Rams beat the Patriots. And also, so that the Rams could kind of throw the finger up at the Saints fans again because they're just getting annoying with this whole um, the refs cost us game you know let's file lawsuits let's start a ruckus we're, we're boycotting the Super Bowl in New Orleans blah 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 listen it happens to all teams get over it it was two weeks ago get over it but as far as this 
matchup. This matchup could be a very good game, just like last year's Super Bowl. Um, right now, the Patriots are a two-and-a-half point favorite. Just like, well, I mean, last year, the Eagles were the favorite. Um, I forget what the spread was then, but you got the Rams defense going up against, as much as I don't like him, one of the best. I don't think he is the best. I still will go with Joe Montana, but he's definitely a number two, a close one. I'll, I'll give him that. You know, you're going up against Aaron Donald, um, Akib Tlaib, and even, you know, Wade Phillips for being around the league for how long knows how to, to set that defense up and put them in the right position to make plays. Now, how do I think the Rams can beat the Patriots? Well, right off the bat, just like any quarterback, I don't know, I don't care how great you are, if you hit a quarterback enough of times, it's going to get to them in their head. So that front line is going to be the key to containing Tom Brady. If you contain him with the long passes and you limit Gronkowski and the little screen passes that they do to Julian Edelman, the Rams will have a good shot at, at, at winning this thing. Now, I'm still not sold on Jared Goff. This is the first year he had a good year. Yes, and maybe, you know, with the new head coach. Um, yes, Jeff Fisher was the old coach. That could have been the reason why. You know, we'll see how next year go uh, goes. Um, what do I think needs to happen for the Patriots to beat the Rams? Honestly, I think they have to control the ball. Keep that offense off the field and all the, the jet sweeps they do and um, don't let Todd Gurley get going. You know, that's that's how I think uh, the Patriots will be able to, to move on and, and lift the Lombardi trophy. Now, my question is... Um, and I'll, I'll post this on, on Twitter for a poll. Of these two players I'm about to ask, who do you guys think is going to retire first? Maybe at, right after the game. Is Gronkowski going to retire? Or is Tom Brady? Now, if you all remember, last year when the Super Bowl was over, Gronkowski right at the bat was talking about retiring. Came back. Um... I think he was hurt a little bit, not not real bad, but you know the the wear and tear. He even said it, it takes the toll on you. Tom Brady, on the other hand, has said multiple times he wants to to play well into his 40s. Came out this past week, said there's zero chance of him retiring, but if he wins the Super Bowl, why not go out on top? You know, so it's going to be interesting to to see how that all plans out. Hopefully, uh, they don't allow Jason Witten up there, up on the 
the podium handing off the the trophy I don't know if you guys saw that with the Pro Bowl um, Patrick Mahomes and uh, the defense player from the Jets Adams won the MVPs and went and went to pick up the trophy and the top part of the trophy went with them the base sat there came right apart now the only the one thing I'm actually kind of excited for this game is uh, Tony Romo is going to be calling it it's on CBS at 6.30 Oops, excuse me at 6.30 again as much as I hated him as a cowboy because that's just in my blood to hate every cowboys player he is very entertaining to, to listen to and um the one thing I saw this past week when they were talking about him, he actually got 65% of his play calls right. Like how uh, he says, well, you know, the way this offense is set up with that receiver there, blah, blah, it's going to be a, a screen to the right side, and sure enough, it, it would be. Um, well, I was trying to look up some stuff for, uh, you know, to talk about the Super Bowl or whatever. Um found a couple cool tidbits about the Rams and the Patriots with the matchup coming. So, if we all remember this is a rematch of the 2002 uh, 2001-2002 season of the Rams against the Patriots and at that time the Rams were the greatest show on turf with Mike Martz and uh, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce, you know, just that juggernaut of an offense. And here comes a, a young Tom Brady, a head coach who was coached, you know, the Browns. And they, they pulled the upset. The Patriots pulled the upset. Since then, the one thing that, that stood out to me with this, um, some of these stats, since that Super Bowl, the Rams had two Super Bowl appearances over um, the prior three years, then just posted one winning season and won a one playoff game over the next 15 years. I mean, that's, that's just insane. I mean, you know, they talk about the, the Super Bowl hangover and things like that, but, man, 15 years, Al, 15 years you had one winning season and one playoff win. And now you're sitting with how, you know, the old saying, um, the tables are flipped, with a young quarterback, a young coach, going up against a widely veteran, and an old coach, just like the Rams were back in the day. So, and, you know, it's, like I said, 17 years to the day. Um, as far as my my picks, well, my pick, I should say, since this would be the, the last pick of the NFL season. I know this playoff, um, I haven't done that well. So, let's see if I give this one last good shot here. Uh, Alright, so between the Patriots and the Rams, like I said, I think the Rams' key is the defense. The Patriots' key to win is 
their offense to stay on the field. You gotta go Tom Brady. Um, I'll be rooting against them, but you gotta think the Patriots are gonna pull this out. I don't think Goff is gonna be able to do enough. And with the young head coach going up against a, an old-time head coach who's seen everything, I'm going to go with the Patriots. 28. Rams just missing out. 24. I think because uh, the over-under is 56. I don't think it's going to go over. Um, so... Hopefully, like I said, the Rams win and the, the, the Patriots don't, but I, I can't see the Rams' defense just clamping Brady down. So I think that's going to be it for this week. Like I said, you could, uh, I'll, I'll be live-tweeting um, Bare Knuckle Boxing, and I may, I'm not going to live-tweet, live, live tweet, but I'm going to tweet a little bit during the game, you know, there's a bad pass interference call or a nice catch or something so if you want to follow me or the show when i'm live tweeting you could go over to at st sports podcast that's where i'll be live tweeting saturday night fights start at nine facebook live has the prelims i may try to get on a little bit earlier but you could also follow me on twitter my personal one at jimbo st sports so with that all being said Please be careful this weekend, guys. You know, if you drink too much, don't be afraid to ask a friend for a ride or get an Uber. Enjoy yourselves. Let's go Rams.